Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Kenny Weiss. He's a speaker, author, advanced life coach, and a founder of the Greatness Movement. Kenny, welcome to our show. Thanks, Christopher. I really appreciate you having me on. So I love your logo on your LinkedIn, which is, says feel different. So where did that inspiration come in your life in terms of just having that, you know, feel different mentality? Yeah, well, it's kind of a play on the old Steve Jobs think different. And, you know, the modern science, you know, has kind of thrown out what, you know, everyone in this field talks about If You got to think positive. It's all about thinking. Well, the truth is when you learn how the brain and body really works, in neuroscience, now they show that nearly every thought we ever have, nearly every action we ever take is based on a feeling. Our thoughts are really a byproduct of underneath what's going on emotionally, mostly subconsciously, and mostly based on the trauma we've all experienced and never dealt with. And so the reason people can't achieve what they want is they're trying to think when what they need to do is become an expert in their feelings. And you know, my life was a train wreck. And, and so I've always been fascinated with why I was such a train wreck. But also, I, I, as a kid, I, I can walk in a room and just feel what's going on in people. So I've always been fascinated by it. And, and then as my life progressed, and I finally discovered who I really am, that gift of feeling people's pain or happiness, you know, from birth, you know, it, I ran from it. And once I finally discovered and then did the research, it's like, oh my God, well, no wonder they all align. And this is what I'm supposed to be doing. That's great. So Kenny, can you share with us a, a client you work with that you felt his or her pain and then you're able to help him or her through their path? Because it's, it's so important to hear examples of people that are doing things that, are, that you helped, you know? So, so can you share with us a, an example? Yeah, there's a, a good example would be um, a young girl. She... I have to be careful here, but change the name, change the age. Yeah, she. Uh, I just have to be vague. She she's grew up in a top one hundred family, and I'll never forget the day she walked into the office, and she stared at me for forty five minutes, and didn't say a word. And I could. What people don't realize is the most broken or the most wealthy and successful. But our culture doesn't. You know, we think if you have money and success, everything's fine but it's the exact opposite. People that are high, high achievers, it's a, a coping skill for tremendous pain. They're trying to fill that void. And so this young girl, you know, she had a parent who, if she spent any money on anything healthy for herself, would threaten to cut her credit cards off. This woman was all, almost 30 years old, never had a job, couldn't cook, couldn't, literally couldn't clean had multiple addictions. I mean, I could smell the alcohol. I could see in her the drug she was on. And it, yet she'd have $15,000, $20,000 a month bar bills and mom would never say anything about that. And so, you know, that first session just sat there for 45 minutes and eventually she yelled at me and left. And I said, you did a great job today. Because <laughs> I knew, I knew for her, what, when you're, see, that's what people don't realize with, you know, rich kids is there is so much pressure and mom and dad are so busy chasing the outside esteem there's massive abandonment 
and they have nowhere to go because our society says, well, you've made money, you're okay. Like, what do you have to complain about? So wherever they turn, there's no outlet for them. And they're shamed by society. And she was caught in that dynamic. And so the guts it took for her to actually just come in the office with all of it, because, you know, when you have parents like that, which most wealthy, affluent people, that's what's going on. There, there's so much pressure to stay in that realm and not go seek help and not talk about it. And it's just for her to come in the office. And so at any rate, now, you know, she has her own job. She's actually now coaching other people. I mean, the transformation in her life in, gosh, it's only been a couple of years. Um, what did you do? Like, what did you say? How did you work with her? What I, I when, because of that type of control, I didn't control her at all. That's why I didn't say a word. I knew it. The second she walked in, I went, oh, I could feel it. I could feel that. I, I didn't know. I, I knew there was some sort of addiction in the family because I could sense it. I didn't know which parent, but the father ended up being incredible. You know, was very angry and controlling. And, and the mother um, made the daughter an emotional, um, um, basically, tampon. And, and that's how the, the, you made her daughter into an alcoholic. So even from a thousand miles away, they could drink together. That's why the bar bills. And so I, I never suggested anything. I let her have complete control. And most coaches want to fix somebody. Well, if that's not my job, <laughs> you know, because their ego's tied into it. If I've got to get this client better, well, that means you need to still go work on yourself. Because if you think you have that power, then you haven't healed your own self yet. And so it's understanding what they need. And I saw her need was she needs to empower herself and she doesn't know how. And so the best way to do that is to be quiet and let her decide when and if she wants to try and empower herself. And so as she slowly started stepping into that, well, at that point I could give suggestions. But until that happens, you just got to stay quiet. You have to let them figure that out on their own. Well, again, most people in this field, whether it's counseling, psychology, they're in it because of their own brokenness. They want to fix other people's brokenness. Well, now all you're doing is transferring your own unhealed brokenness onto somebody else. You're using your client as a proxy. Well, that's incredibly damaging. And luckily- But, but let's talk about like this woman, right? So let's yeah. say, okay, the first time she comes in, you're completely quiet, 45 minutes, I get it. She walks out, she yells at you, but let's, you know, first month in, third month in, six months in. I, I, I want our guests to really know some of the things that you're able to, to do with her. Like, okay, you, you're listening, I, I hear that. You suggested, so, so I'm just curious, because again, I hear what you're saying, but I want like actionable things that hopefully- Oh, actionable can really the, One of the first things, one of the, when she became open to suggestions, one of the first things was just having her go to Google and print off a feelings list and keep it with her. Feelings? Feelings. Yeah. Just go to Google, type in feelings and thousands of lists will come up and, you know, and, and just print one off and it'll have both positive and negative feelings. And I told her as much throughout the day, put check marks next to the feelings you're experiencing, because what you need to determine is how your past trauma is showing up, creating thoughts and then actions. She had to become an expert in the awareness of how her trauma was reliving itself against her. And so as she'd come in, we started to identify 
you know, okay. So now you're noticing when this feeling, usually it was a sense of powerlessness because that childhood, rich kids, it's tremendous powerlessness. And so the big trigger for her was the, was powerlessness. And what that meant was she couldn't say no. When you think of childhood, none of us can say no. We have to say yes to our parents, especially in a wealthy environment. And so these, they have absolutely no ability to self-care. They feel tremendous guilt and shame. And as though it, there's some, like they're, they're the wrong person if they ever say no to something. And so that was the, you know, for almost every client, that's the first step. They have to become aware of their, what they're feeling because that's driving all their behavior. Once they become aware of it, then we separate out, okay, which is the primary feeling that's driving your dysfunction or your struggle? Where did it come from? And then we had, you know, what she, you know, eventually was able to get into was, you know, the difference of, you know, the trauma from both mom and dad, how the anger from dad would drive this addiction, the, the emotional, um, um, suffocation for mom would drive this addiction and this behavior. And then with once she can separate that out, now it's giving her steps. Okay. So when you see in the cycle right here at this point, this is where you step in with self-care. This is where you step in and meet your own needs instead of relying on these old pieces. Wow. That's fascinating, Kenny. How can we each day, cause you're about this greatness movement. How can we each day be more great? Well, it's been my experience. Um, there's only one way, and you have to become an expert in the trauma we've all faced. That's the only way, because your trauma, I mean, the adverse childhood experiences, the neuroscientist greats like Candace Pert, Antonio Damasio, um, Gabor Matei, I mean, it is, no one in the industry is talking about it, but you are your childhood and you are your childhood trauma. And if you're not looking at that, and if you're not addressing that, it's the driver of your health, it's the driver of everything in your life. And so until you go back and become an expert in all of those perfect imperfections that our parents left at our feet with their own unhealed pain, you never find, you live in a personality, you don't live in the true person you, you were meant to be. And that's- Wow, that's profound, Kenny. Yeah. Thank, thanks so much for sharing th this level of depth in such a short amount of time. How can our guests stay in touch with you? Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, it's really simple. Just Google me, Kenny Weiss. The spelling is W-E-I-S-S. -S. You'll see my YouTube channel, my book, my podcast, um, my website. I mean, everything. That's that's the easiest. So you just Google my name and, and it drives you to everything that I'm doing. <laughs> Great, Kenny. Thanks so much for being a driving force and understanding ourselves and feeling different. Have a great day. You too. Thanks for having me.